Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Warning. The SCP Foundation Audio Archive is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Humanoid Remote Drones Item Number SCP-1116 Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures SCP-1116-1 through 6 and 8 are to be kept in individual 5x5x3-meter containment cells at Site Each cell is to be shielded against radio frequency transmissions of up to watts transmissive power with frequencies ranging from megahertz to gigahertz. All electronic monitoring and communications equipment must be hardwired with shielded cabling. No wireless communication devices are permitted within meters of any instance of SCP-1116. Site is to maintain on hot standby two frequency agile RF jamming devices of at least kilowatts output to be activated in case of containment breach by SCP-1116. No specimen of SCP-1116 is permitted above ground at any time unless fully enclosed in a container with a specified shielding. Line of sight to the sky must be blocked at all times. Each cell is to contain one chair constructed of non-metallic, non-conductive materials, secured to the floor and equipped with mechanical restraints and waste disposal facilities as well as three wide-spectrum RF antennas connected to software-defined radio receiving equipment. All recorded radio transmissions from SCP-1116 specimens are to be forwarded to Site for analysis. Specimens are to be fed three times daily, with processed food only. Use of restraints during feeding is mandatory. Specimens must be led through calisthenics two times daily, using vocal commands. See Schedule 1116-C for approved exercises and Document 1116-B blank for known command phrases and current macros. Cells are not to be opened during exercises. Remotely operated audio equipment is to be utilized, hardwired, and shielding as per above specification. 
all testing of SCP-1116 specimens is to take place either within the specimen's own containment cell or within a testing chamber shielded to the same specification. Transport between containment cell and testing chamber is to take place under armed guard, with the specimen restrained and both RF jamming devices activated. During transport and testing, all verbal interactions between researchers and or security staff are to be confirmed by hand signal. See Addendum 1116-1. The remains of SCP-1116-7 are to be kept in cold storage at Bioresearch Area 12 for further analysis. Description SCP-1116 is a group of eight, seven humanoids of varied race and gender, with apparent ages between 20 and 35 years. All initially appear to suffer from catatonic stupor, including symptoms of catalepsy. Specimens will swallow food and water when placed into their mouths, but will not chew. Specimens will remain in a given position when physically manipulated into said position. Specimens will attempt to maintain homeostasis, including sweat, pupil dilation, and fluctuations in respiratory and heart rate, but will not detectably react to pain stimuli, including heat, pressure, or puncture, sexual stimuli, including both displayed images and manual stimulation, or environmental threats, including extreme cold, extreme heat, starvation, dehydration, or large predator animals. SCP-1116 specimens show no evidence of volition, but will respond to a limited number of verbal commands. For example, sit, stand, raise right arm, and can remember a series of commands for later execution when preceded by a macro phrase. See document 1116-B for more details. This command vocabulary is extremely narrow, however, including only references to gross motor functions, simple counting, and a small number of basic spatial relations. CT scans of SCP-1116 revealed specimens to possess less than 10% of the expected neural mass, with the remaining cranial volume occupied by cerebrospinal fluid. Embedded in the outer layer of a skull is a mesh of metallic filaments, composed of an alloy of silver, percent, zinc, percent, and percentage and forming a pattern closely resembling a iteration box fractal. SCP-1116 specimens appear to use this mesh layer as a radio antenna and will transmit to times per hour on different frequencies. Energy for these transmissions appear to derive from normal metabolic processes, but the specific mechanism for generating the required current has not yet been identified. The only vocalizations from specimens to date Excepting incident I-1116-23, see below, have been low-volume, atonal singing noises, corresponding to periods of radio transmission. Cryptographic analysis of outbound transmissions is ongoing. Current evaluations indicate that there are likely connection requests using an unknown protocol. Addendum 1116-1 after the events of Incident I-1116-23, it has been determined that the cranial antenna of an SCP-1116 specimen can be used to produce localized packets of heated air, creating sound waves audible only to the individual personnel. 
Multiple survivors of Incident I-1116-23 claimed they heard orders which were determined never to have been given, contributing to and prolonging the containment breach of SCP-1116-7. Containment procedures have been updated accordingly. Incident I-1116-23 Document number I-1116-23 Date 20 Location Site Description During transport from cell to testing chamber, SCP-1116-7 accessed a laptop left meters away with its wireless networking enabled and through it circumvented site network security. Audio recordings indicate that coincident with a network breach, subject made a brief singing sound, then proceeded to become active in breach containment, resulting in the deaths of researchers and security personnel, as well as the subject's escape from the facility. Subject was re-engaged kilometers away after an additional minutes and was fatally wounded in the ensuing firefight. Transmissions did not fully cease, however, until subject's cranium was destroyed. Forensic analysis of a network breach has yet to determine the full extent of the compromised data, but given the band frequency emissions detected from the subject for the duration of its time on the surface, estimates put the total data leakage at up to gigabytes. Thank you for listening. Intro music was from Punch Deck. You can find more at soundcloud.com slash punch dash deck. Level 2 patrons or higher can get early, ad-free episodes. Rating, reviewing, and sharing always helps. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Huntington's disease is a hereditary degenerative disease of the brain. If you took schizophrenia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and you mix them all together, you would have Huntington's disease. Learn more at curehd.ca.